It's the E-Commerce Minute 2018 wrap-up show. On today's episode, we'll take a fond look back at some of the episodes we've covered and look ahead to the trends for 2019. We'll also have some very special guests. Alec Baldwin, Liza Minnelli, fitness guru Richard Simmons, Lindsay Lohan, Mickey Rourke, Charlie Sheen, magician Doug Henning, Charo, and special musical guests Lady Gaga, Kanye West, New Kids on the Block, Leonard Skinnerd, Arcade Fire, and a special acoustic performance by Maroon 5. And a special appearance by none other than Santa Claus. So sit back and enjoy the 2018 E-Commerce Minute wrap-up show. The show starts now. Wow, what a lineup this year. This this really should be the best one yet, don't you think, Bart? I think so. It's crazy. I mean, that is just a lot of people. We got the time to book all those guys? Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. So here we are. We're live from the Wells Fargo Center down in South Philadelphia. Um, it's unfortunate. We got a lot of people here. Next year, we'll try to get a bigger uh, venue because there's just so many people here. Um, Bart, you know, I, I'm really impressed with your tuxedo this year. I, I've just never seen anyone wear Crocs with a tuxedo, though. Is that a new thing, or is that... It got to be comfy, my friend. Got to be comfy. Are they the post Malone Crocs? <laughs> no, no, they're my uh, holiday Crocs. Your holiday Crocs. The little bows, the little uh, checkers on them. A little, little uh-huh. slight heel in the back. Yeah, you know, you got to do that sometimes. You got to do that. So, I mean, I'm tall, but I need a little more height. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have to tower over your enemies. So, we're here. We're getting started with the podcast. Uh, so what, are you, what are you drinking there, pal? I am drinking a Victory Hipcheck Lager. Um, since we're in a Wells Fargo uh, stadium there, uh, our, our beautiful flyers are playing. Um, it is quite lovely. What's going on with that beer? What kind of beer is it? It's a lager. Uh, apparently, it's an unbeatable beer. Unbeatable. You can't, you can't beat it. It's unstoppable. You just can't beat it. It's an unstoppable. Beat. It's lovely. It's a good lager. It's from Victory, obviously, so that's kind of cool. What, what you drinking there, buddy? Well, I opted out for a, an industry standard, the Golden Monkey, which is a Belgian-style triple with added spice. I like a Golden Monkey this time of year. I like the Christmas beers. They're a little high octane. You can't you can't do a lot of them, but you get your mileage out of them. They're uh, actually pretty good. This is from Victory. Victory Golden Monkey, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh, we're both drinking Victory. Also, ladies and gentlemen, please be careful after this show. <laughs> yes, please be careful. Uh, so we got a lot of people here looking around this crowd. Uh, I, you know, I actually saw Lady Gaga backstage. She's pretty nice. Did you know that she was in the Illuminati? Uh, n- no. I read that on the internet, so it's it's got to be true. It's anything on the internet is true. It's got to be true. <laughs> so let's look around the room. Hold on. Is that <laughs> Jeff Bezos over there? Yes. I don't recall inviting him. Did you invite him, or is he a plus one again? I uh, personally uh, texted him to come. <laughs> I was going to say because that guy, you know, he might be the richest man in the world, but he is a cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. All right, let's dive in. So for the e-commerce minute, we did how many shows you think we did this year? Oh, uh, like five? Uh, 248. You don't say. 248. And each one was a pure solid nugget of, <laughs> of information. Uh, it's really impressive how we can fit so much information into a tiny little show. And just some random stats here. On our website, ecommerceminute.co, the most viewed shows were, can you guess what they were? Anything to do with big box stores. Big box stores or drones. We didn't do a whole lot of drone stories this year, but the biggest searched for story 
was the Costco's treasure hunt floor plan. I don't know if people were coming on our site looking for floor plans. <laughs> Because it was really strange. <laughs> I want my house to look like. Uh, I, I wouldn't think that that was our best story. but And the other one that people searched for was the Alibaba Sino Smart Box. Now, that one was actually really interesting because it was a box that attaches to the outside of your house that can expand or contract based on what the package is inside. And it also had a heater and it also had a cooling thing and it had a camera. I know that when I was doing research for the story, I just happened to stumble across an Alibaba article and I saw that and I thought it was super interesting. So I guess there's not a lot of information out there about that. So mm-hmm. that would be that. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how people are searching for their floor pans at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> is it that hard to get around in Costco? It must be. <laughs> Sarah, would you build my house as a Costco? <laughs> so, all right. So let's get into more show stuff. I, I try to pick my favorite show, but picking your favorite show is like picking your favorite child or your favorite beer. You know, they all bring you misery at one point or another, but you still love them equally. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> there are some of them that I just did not. It wasn't, it wasn't playing with And me. some of them just let you down. Well, I know. I, see, I can tell when you're not into a show because I'm there kind of dancing around and reading stats, and you're just like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to it is just meh. 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 All meh. right. So if you had to pick one, I know, again, it's like picking your favorite child. What would be your favorite one? Ooh. Um, just from the, the perspective, I think all the Walmart ones. The weird Walmart, their patents that they had. Walmart had a big year. I would have to say, obviously, there's a lot of Amazon news because they're the biggest. Because of Amazon? Because they're Amazon. But I think Walmart had a lot of big stories. But let's focus on these weird patents. It, it appears that there are some creative people really busy at Walmart thinking up some really wild stuff. The one that they had the hands on the cart or whatever. The stress was. tracker. <laughs> That, that, that was just the weirdest one because the stress tracker, and if you're, if you're playing along at home, that is episode 321, and we'll mark this on our website, ecommerceminute.ca. We'll have a full show notes of this wrap-up show for as best as we can put them together for you to view. But that was episode 321. They have a stress tracking shopping cart. Basically, it, it can read your blood pressure and your heart rate, and it can alert the, what do you call it, the people that work in the store that you may be having an issue. But they can also, but I think what we both said is they can use that data to kind of figure out what's going on in the store if there are stressful parts of the store. Yeah, it's kind of like the Apple Watch of shopping carts. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like uh, you have an AFib, and also there is a sale on MMs in aisle 12. <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would be something. <laughs> so the other weird one. At least wait, wait. At least it's not TVS where they give you a ginomus receipt for your, for your, for your heart attack. You can make a scarf with it. Um, the other weird Walmart one was the in-store tracking where there's the colored dust that's on the floor oh, and, it, yeah. and it figures out where your cart went. Was it? Did they watch too much of uh, uh, Black Mirror? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, just pixie dust. <laughs> yeah, it's and what would happen is this this different colored dust would follow you around the store, and when you go to check out, a little camera takes takes a picture of your wheels and says, "Well, he went in the garden section and he looked for TVs, and then he went in the candy section." Really, uh, way out there. I, just, I, just way out there. I don't. I don't get it. And then the I other, mean, they were fun. They were fun stories. Uh, they're probably one of my favorites. 
Um, I mean, we kind of have him in the dumb category. In my in my opinion, the dumb category now is uh, the the people who are trying to steal packages and people going at them. Yeah. So we've done a bunch of stories about the porch pirates, as they're affectionately known. Uh, which ones did we do this year? I know we did a couple. We did the lock thing, which was actually on Shark Tank. Uh, yes. Ago. Was that box lock? Or yeah, was yeah that it was a box lock. box lock. And then we did the one that you put your package on like this thing that then it just goes off. Yeah, the spring-loaded thing. I think we actually did that in 2017. But yeah, there's been a bunch of different solutions. And obviously, there's the Amazon lockers, and now Home Depot has lockers. And I think the locker thing is going to be something that we're going to see more of. Yeah, but as we recorded this yesterday or the day before, this viral video came out, which um, by the time this is released, I'm sure everyone will have seen it, but why don't you describe it? (laughs) So it's an engineer that uh, put this box together with four phones to record the video. This guy took a package from my porch and now he's about to open it in his car. But what he doesn't know is this is a custom built bait package that is recording him on four different cameras and it's about to unleash a pound of the world's finest glitter along with some other surprises. When somebody steals the package, but the fun part of it all, they put this like circular thing to spread like a fan, like a fan (laughs) to spread the confetti. Everywhere. So when someone opens the package that is not the owner of the package, the stuff to confetti just goes everywhere. So it's like a gl- it's like a glitter dust, right? Yep, it's a glitter bomb basically. And was there some kind of aroma thing attached to it? Like oh a- yes, there was a <laughs> fart spray that basically with one spray it will clear the room. This thing did it every thirty seconds for five times. Oh yeah. So uh, when do you think this is going to become uh, a thing? A thing. <laughs> I'm not sure because plenty of people were like, "We can fund this." Yeah. Um, the video you have to watch the video. It is just the most amazing thing ever. So it's basically for the dumb people who are stealing packages. Yeah, the porch pirates. We'll have that uh, YouTube video up on our website, ecommerceminute.co. So moving on, the biggest stories or surprises. I'm going to vote for, well, not, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a surprise, but the closing of Toys R Us, that was kind of sad. And following in the, in the heels, which I don't even have in our notes, Sears. I mean, like Sears is going under. That's kind of sad. Yep. But if you've been in the Sears lately, <laughs> I don't understand why. I paid, I paid my last respects to the Sears that I grew up near. And I was just like, there's nothing here for me. Yeah, did you see uh, Lowe's has crafts? Crap, like the craft, like the brand. Oh, the Craftsman. Yeah, Craftsman is at Lowe's now. Oh, I, I think Lowe's that. made that deal. Oh, that, yeah. good for them. That's that's a great move because th- there was a lot of good components of Sears, but as a whole, they just it just wasn't working. Yeah. And, and then I hear they're they're giving all the executives twenty five million dollars in bonuses <laughs> while the while the poor employees get nothing. Merry Christmas. That's terrible. The other kind of surprising thing is, and I I'll kind of jump around here, but. We've got e-com retailers putting out print catalogs, which is very interesting. That is weird. Target put one out. eBay put one out. I mean, Target's always done print circulars, but they're actually printing catalogs, which is kind of like when you when you first looked at e-commerce 20 years ago, it's like, we don't have to print catalogs anymore. Our catalog is online. And I think now it's kind of come around where it's like people still want to like, you know, sit at their table with a cup of coffee or soda or whatever. And it's just kind of like, look and think about things instead of mindlessly browsing. Well, don't you think that's a trend overall anyway? Like, how fun is it to get a thank you card? Mm-hmm. 
an actual card. Right. When, when that was kind of going the other way and now right. it's, now that's the trend and, but you know, you get the cards and it's also, Oh, and it's, it, we can replicate your handwriting. Well, can you just fill it out yourself? Come no. on now. Have you seen my handwriting? <laughs> Not the best. Sir. Oh, my smelling. Uh, and another story, which was kind of interesting, is Best Buy was pulling CDs, pulling CDs out of their stores. I mean, obviously, we saw that coming because streaming is so ubiquitous. But they got to the point where they're like, we're pulling out. And then it's like, mm, not entirely. And then going hand in hand with that, we now have a resurgence of vinyl LPs. So a lot of these places are going, well, move the CDs out of the way because now we got to make place for vinyl, which is just completely like what, what's old is new again. It's like once you think you're surprised, then you're surprised all over again. Well, I mean, nostalgia kicks in, right? Sure. I mean, you got these kids now that's like these kids today. You've got the younger people coming up and realizing, and I was a vinyl collector for many years, so I'm, this is near and dear to my heart, but people realize that there's something very special about an album and the sound of it and just having it. And it's more of a physical object than just pushing a button and having music. Yep. Albums used to tell a story and now it's just, everything's just songs and singles and blah. Songs and singles? Songs and singles. Speaking of singles. <sighs> singles. Speaking of singles, let's talk about Alibaba Singles Day. $30 billion. $30 billion. We actually wrote down when we were recording our podcast on the Singles Day. We thought they were going to get to 35 They didn't hit 35 <laughs> $30.8 billion in sales in the 24-hour shopping event. That topped the $25.3 billion, which was also a record set in 2017. It's still... It's still is impressive what Alibaba is able to do. Yet, if you look at their stock, it doesn't seem to go anywhere. I just wonder if they're just too big. Maybe. Maybe. So Singles Day got off to a strong start, hitting $1 billion in just one minute and 25 seconds. Yeah, and Jack Ma stepped down. Jack Ma stepped down. He, uh, His background, he's a teacher, and his first love has always been teaching. So he's going to devote the rest of his life to teaching. And why not? He's made his money. He's made his fortune. Yep. Uh, and I, I applaud that altruistic move instead of just, you know, sitting on his money and just making more. Um, <laughs> but it also came out a month ago that he's a communist. So I don't know how that judge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway. I, it's probably done because he's in China. And that's because, you know, how is he going to get ahead if he's not in the Communist Party? Anyway, enough politics. Let's talk about Amazon. Oh, Amazon. So they continue to use that word disrupt, which is kind of a weird word, but that's the word everyone throws around. They made the pill pack acquisition this year, which I think is signaling a big, big move into pharma, which everyone kind of expected. And Amazon being Amazon is doing it the way they want to do it. They're going to take the time. They're going to figure it out. There's rumors that they're going to get into insurance, which, you know, that's, that's an area that, could use some help. I don't know if they could really disrupt that, so to speak. But the pill pack thing was huge. Uh, they also acquired Ring. So now they're in the home security. And we've seen all their things with delivery, uh, which we can, we can talk all day about delivery. I think... Um, do you think... Wait a minute. Do you think that one day you might think about something and it will just show up from Amazon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I ordered this beer and here it is right now. Here take it is. A sip. Let's take mm. a sip. Mm. It's quite a party. Ah, I just saw Doug Henning walk by. He looks great. Oh, look at him. I yeah. have no idea who that oh, is. Look at that. You don't know who Doug is. <laughs> You're a little too young. So, uh, we're talking about Amazon delivery. Yeah, let's go on to Walmart. 
Walmart is an interesting story this year. Walmart is not your father's Walmart anymore. No, it's definitely not Sam Walton's Walmart. No, it definitely isn't. I, I'm, we're seeing a ton of innovation. They're doing acquisitions. They're doing weird patents. They're, just, they're trying a whole lot of things. The problem is I think they're weighed down by the legacy of being Walmart. Uh, that brand, right? It's like it's having that that, that name, and and the funny thing is, if you look at Walmart's like Walmart's e-commerce labs, which are in San Francisco, but also Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. they're amazing. Those guys are kicking butt. What's um, that called? I think it's Walmart Innovation Labs or e-commerce or commerce labs, whatever that is. Walmart. Here I am live googling, like yeah. I like to do. <laughs> live googling, friends. Live googling. What What's the thing? The project. Not sure what they're doing that. Anyway, um, yeah, I think they're still having the Walmart issue of being Walmart, as in the name itself. Yeah, it's funny because they, they, it's like called you're dressing a pig. It's like, no matter how you do it, it's still a pig. Uh, oh, Store 8 is their incubator. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. So anyway, they're, they're doing a whole lot of innovation, but I think they're, they're weighed down by their brand legacy being Walmart. Um, it's kind of like saying, you know, Cracker Barrel is now the biggest hipster bar in the country, but it's still Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> or Waffle House. Well, I think that's why they're, remember like they were going, we're going to keep the other brands and not keep the other brands. We're going to wrap them into everything. And like they put Jet.com and Bonobos and all, and Mockcloth and all these places. They're like, oh, we're going to keep them. Now we're going to wrap them into who knows what they're going to go with? Yeah, they're trying a lot of things. You, you know, I think with Mark Laurie at the helm and the guys from Bonobos and all the other aqua hires that they've done, you're going to see a lot of crazy stuff from Walmart in the next couple of years. I kind of applaud what they're doing because how do you fight Amazon? They're the, they're the biggest competitors. You know, and the, one, the one and only thing that I think besides this talent and some of these acquisitions that Walmart has, they still have the bricks and mortar footprint. The danger is that that, that real estate becomes real expensive, uh, especially if the economy starts to shrink. Um, and what they're doing is they're doing, we did the report last month about how they're turning their stores into more experiential types of things. And I think that's smart. Yeah, but you're gonna, you got to think about the rural areas still. I mean, those guys have one big ginoma store that they shop at. Why not, you know, order your stuff that you want online and it's at Walmart. Yeah. And that's kind of sad in some of the rural, the super rural areas where Walmart is the only thing and it's basically knocked out all the little mom and pop stores. And then when Walmart gets tired of being there, they leave and they're left with nothing. And you know what moves in? The Dollar Generals. The Dollar Generals are even worse because they're selling a sort of uh, cheap product. People actually are forced to do their grocery shopping at Dollar Generals, which does not sell quality food. Uh-uh. They're just, they're just selling crap to people and it's just by, they have no other choice, but that's, you know, that's a whole demographic thing. I can't really, can't really do much about that. Well, we talked about weird Walmart. Let's talk about some other weird stories we did. I know that, I know you hated this story. Uh, episode 212, Amazon unlocks in-car deliveries. <laughs> so basically Amazon, you say, I want to get my Legos delivered. You give Amazon access to your car and they can put your deliveries in your trunk. Although now that all this stuff is gone, I, I prefer that over the Amazon key thing. Them actually coming in your house. Yes. Yeah. No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I ain't nobody coming to my house. 
Uh, do we even know if it took off or not? I, I haven't heard anything. It's, I think it was one of those things. They float the balloon and see who does it. And I'm sure it's still there. Uh, I mean, know. I guess that prevents people from stealing their packages from the Ford porch. And I guess that's what, one of the reasons why this innovation came about is because of the porch pirates. So, uh, you know, again, not all innovation is good, but you got to throw it against the wall sometimes and just see if it works. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll, We'll check back and see if that one's still there. The other weird story we had was lava lamps encrypt the internet. That was from January, uh, January 12th of last wow, year. Wow, we did that almost a year ago. Yeah, that was a year ago. So basically, it's some sort of security measure that a, a camera uh, records the random movement of lava lamps mm-hmm. and compares it against something, something. Help me out here. So it, it's just, it's unpredictable encryption and they have this wall. Who had it? Do you remember who was it? Uh, Cloudflare. So Cloudflare for their security. Cloudflare. Cloudflare. This lager is really good. <laughs> <laughs> More cocktail weenies over here, please. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, I just popped the story in the super secret chat room if you want to take a look. Uh, so they have this wall of huge, uh, a, a ginormous wall of just lava lamps. And basically what it does is encrypts, it, it does the random, basically random generator of, of code to lock up, lock up their stuff. I'll read what I wrote over a year ago uh, or almost a year ago. Uh, a wall in the lobby features an array of 100 lava, lava lamps swirling, bubbling, and gurgling as lava lamps are known to do. <laughs> And those lamps might very well be generating the random code that keeps the web safe. As the lamps do their thing, a camera on the ceiling captures the random motion and connects the footage to the computer. It's their total randomness that creates the unhackable code. And that's very cool. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I haven't seen too many cool stories like that over the past year. No. A lot of... Like I said, we used to do a lot of drone stories, but I think the drone thing is getting kind of like me too. Like everyone's like, oh, we're delivering blood. We're delivering hamburgers. We're delivering sushi. (laughs) Uh, so those stories aren't as unique as they were in 2017. No. All right, so let's get into predictions and trends. Ooh. I have here on our notes, same day, ain't going away. That, no. means, <laughs> that means it's only going to be, you're going to see that more and more. It's going to put a lot of pressure on smaller, taller e-commerce, smaller, taller e-commerce, <laughs> smaller e-commerce shops. Uh, I got distracted there for a second. Um, so I know we have a lot of celebrities walking by. John. A lot of celebrities. We have a show to do here. Um, I just saw. I just saw Keith Richards walk by. You know that guy's going to outlive us all. But anyway, uh, so same day delivery. Same when day. when do we get to the point where it's same hour delivery? Same hour delivery. Uh, you know what? Don't laugh because it could happen. So I'll throw you know, stats as I like to do. Thirty-eight percent of shoppers expect same day delivery. There's no shock there. But 72% of shoppers would spend more if they knew they could get the products on the same day. So, and the um, big, I mean, the big stories are obviously Instacart and Amazon are no longer a play. They are no play. They're not playing. Amazon is delivering from Whole Foods like crazy. Yeah. So I think you're going to see that landscape change. I think Amazon has got a real challenge in the next year because there's a lot of stories going on on now. They're really concerned about profitability and their warehouse workers call big items crap can't can't return a profit yeah it's stuff that they know they're not gonna and that they're just like oh well i guess we have to send this treadmill even though we're not going to make any money on it because they want to stay hyper competitive and they're trying to compete eventually against ups and usps 
they're going to have to kind of cut down on the stuff that they deliver. They can't be the everything store anymore. Well, also like, um, you know, there's rumors that somebody, the government trying to break him up too, which is just too big. Yeah. And then like, what happens when, when the, the items go away and AWS or AWS goes away and thing, are they going to be profitable? Can they survive? Right. Technology side is the profitable one. That is a great point. I hadn't really thought of it because I, I, I've, I've envisioned a breakup, but you're right. The technology thing is really what makes money. It's like telling Google, okay, you can't sell ads anymore. <laughs> you know, at Google, that's where money's making. Yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, AR and VR, they will continue to grow. Yep. We've seen a lot of innovations. We feel that that's something that's well-suited for, obviously, furniture and things like that, furniture and art. Um, for well, AR. For AR. For AR. For VR, it's, I think it's a lot more around uh, B2B, meaning that Walmart does this already, where they give their new workers a VR headset and show them how to stock shelf. Oh, yeah, for training. Absolutely. Training. Right. Absolutely. Walmart, they just did their acquisition of art.com and they part of that was a big AR component that art.com uses, obviously, to show how the art is going to look on your wall. And it's a natural thing. Wayfair uses it. Ikea uses it. Samsung is really big into the AR VR space. Um, I think um, maybe even more than Apple, but that's the whole tech discussion. <laughs> we can get there on Tech Tuesdays. Yeah, we'll get there on Tech Tuesday. Voice shopping, slow but steady growth. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see that grow. I don't have any real stats. We've done, a, we've done some studies on it. We're actually going to release a study through Sumo Heavy in January, and you can look forward to that. Uh, we'll have some nice information about voice shopping there. Personalized experiences. I think that's as data becomes more, more valuable as, as, as e-commerce companies use data to help run their businesses, personalization is key. And I'm not just talking about filtering. We're talking about you know, uh, here's Joe. Joe likes plaid shirts. Here's some plaid shirts we saw you. And you might also like these other plaid sneakers. And it's that kind of stuff that you, you expect. And I think consumers now really are, are looking to see what personalization can give them and mm-hmm. offer them. And if they don't get it, uh, a lot of uh, consumers are, are leaving. There's some studies that's uh, content relevance is key. Consumers want you to show them stuff. And if it's irrelevant, they'll go somewhere else. Yep. 48% of consumers spend more when their experience is personalized. And that's a true fact. Yeah, we do it. Mobile commerce. We've talked about mobile till we're blue in the face. Mobile is going to be king. Mobile, mobile, mobile. Mobile, mobile, mobile. Forrester predict, predicts by 2022, smartphones will count for 175.4 billion USD retail sales. To put that in perspective, 2012 saw US consumers spend 7.8 billion. So this is blowing up and we've also talked about showrooming and things like that once that 56 percent of consumer research consumers research products at home i would love to see how many what the percentages of people who do research in store <laughs> like walking in best buy and going let me see how cheap i can get this laptop on ebay Ooh, can it get delivered today yeah oh uh, yeah yeah that too that's actually a good point because you could go into a store and see the the chromebook for 329 and Amazon has it Amazon for, has it for th- for two ninety nine, but you gotta wait. But if it says two hour delivery, <laughs> bingo! I just save money, and that's, I don't even have to carry it out of my store. I can just, be, just go in my pajamas away from my Chromebook. Correct. And just one stat from mobile: I think e commerce companies are getting wise, and they're working on their optimization. Walmart increased mobile sales by ninety percent by optimizing their mobile site design. Which is, that's a mind blowing stat. Crazy. And, Circle back to drones and robots. Um, we talked. We had a couple stories about robots. Kroger, the Kroger weird grocery robot. We didn't do a story about the Postmates robot yet. We'll probably do that in the first of the year. 
but it's a cool thing. But it's very cool. What is it called? I remember it looks like a minion. What's that? It looks like a minion. It looks like a minion. It even has eyes, so it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But wait, 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 hold on. Let's, I know we got to do a story about this, and we will. But just a little quick thing. So it's a little minion thing. So between scooters, bikes, people, and now these things, where's the sidewalk? <laughs> <laughs> where do the people go? So well, I got to trip over scooters and this thing? Right. And, well, you can't step out on the street because that's a bike lane now. It's a protected bike lane. So the Postmates thing we're referring to is called the, um, it's an autonomous robot called Serve. It's so adorable. We'll be doing a story about that in the next few weeks, I believe. Uh, so the question remains, where are the Amazon drones? I don't think they're there yet. They're doing some tests in the UK. I don't really see any testing here. Uh, in 2017, we did a bunch of stories about all the crazy drone patents, but we really haven't seen anything yet. And I think we're still a year or two out. But 79% of consumers would request delivery, delivery via drone if you can get there in an hour. And yeah. 73% said they were willing to pay 10 bucks for delivery by drone. So people want drones. I just, again, we always joke about it, but we just don't know how it's physically going to work. There's a, yeah, lot, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of logistics to be worked out. Exactly. Uh, we talk about uh, self-checkouts, mobile checkouts, Amazon Go. You're going to see that grow in the next year. Kroger and Walmart are both kind of leading the way with their self-checkout programs. Actually, Walmart had theirs, and they discontinued it. I don't know if they brought it back, um, but Kroger. Kroger is another big story. Like We somehow started reporting a lot on grocery stories because there was a lot of interesting tech there and, and payment stuff. And I've kind of focused a lot of stories on Kroger only because there seems to be a lot of innovation there and a lot of things going on. Um, and again, I think you're going to see more of this self-checkout stuff. Amazon Go is going to be like they're going to head towards airports. They're going to go towards the small convenience stores. And, and these convenience stores like 7-Eleven at all are going to need to kind of pay attention and get in line and start doing this kind of stuff. Yes, they do. All right. Let's talk about payments. Mm. Crypto. After you get your stuff delivered, before you get your stuff delivered. Gotta pay somehow. You gotta pay for it somehow. So pay up. Th there's a couple things going on here. There's a lot of payment choices now, and I think it causes a little confusion with the consumer. Yeah, how many um, times have you been on a site and has like fifty different ways of paying? All these little buttons, and then you get you know, and if you're not a savvy consumer and you see this odd-looking button, you don't know if it's legit or not. And then now you throw crypto into the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's think back to the golden days of crypto. Uh, let's see, BTC price is 3,808 today. In December 17th of 2017, it was 19.9. Almost 19, <laughs> it was almost $20,000. So should have cashed out. You should have cashed out then. So we don't know. Is, the bit, is Bitcoin the future or will it bust? <clears throat> Bitcoin, we don't know. Cryptocurrency, though, or not crypto, blockchain stuff, yes, from the technologist's perspective. Cryptocurrency, yeah, it's going to be around until um, they perfect it. I, I think that's, that's a big biggie. That's just going to be there. Yeah, blockchain isn't going to go away. And I think people conflate the two. They confuse the two. They think that they're one and the same. But they are not. Um, and I won't get into a whole um, technology spew, spew here, but you can go Google that yourself. But they're not the same. Chatbots. Chatbots are really blown up. I was kind of skeptical about chatbots when that first started coming on the scene. But with the advances in AI, 
this year, AI has been able to handle about 45% of customer questions via live chat on its own. So the training wheels are coming off of chatbots. And it's predicted that 85% of customer interactions will be handled without human agents by the year 2020. Yeah. According to a 2016 Oracle report, 80% of respondents said they had already used or plan to use chatbots by 2020. So that's, that's pretty high. It's pretty high adoption rate. And I don't think it's an adoption rate. I think it's well, it's there, and I'm going to use it. And if I don't like it, oh uh, well, I'll find. I'll, I'll go call the hotline. <laughs> also, fun fact: this whole podcast was recorded by a chatbot. <laughs> I do chatbots. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, and uh, let's sort of round this up because uh, we got to get our entertainment on stage here. I see. That's right. Yeah, see, they're uh, getting ready. They're getting Lady, ready. I think Lady Gaga is waiting to play. So, social shopping, uh, big. Going to get bigger. Uh, we've done a bunch of stories on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. I think who are we looking for to be the king of social commerce? My vote is Instagram. Yeah, that's just given. Because Instagram being tied to Facebook, it's kind of it's kind of given. Well, and Instagram being a more visual place, we always talk about how much noise there is on Facebook, and it's unfortunate. And Facebook is just trying to do too many things. Snapchat. I'll tell you what. I went back on Snapchat just. Because I, we do a lot of stories about it. And I'm yeah. up, reactivated my account and followed some people. As I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't understand it. Or I just, uh, just something about the UI just kind of throws me off. Throws a lot of people off, my friend. It's kind of weird. But yeah, we think Instagram's really going to take off in, in terms of social shopping. All uh, right. Uh, and then kind of rounding it out, we'll talk about bricks and clicks and collabs. There's the big trend now is these big internet companies opening stores. Mm-hmm. Warby Parker opened over 100 stores. Casper has opened a bunch of stores. Untucket has a bunch of stores, and they say they're they're profitable. They say most of the locations are profitable. Mm-hmm. Bonobos, Bonobos, Bonobos is another one, and I could probably name a few others that I don't have in my notes here. I also like the experiential retail experiments that uh, places like Macy's are doing. Market at Macy's, Bulletin, and Hio. I really like those stories because it helps makers. Uh, be exposed to a larger audience that they wouldn't have normally been able to afford because a lot of these really good products are kind of lost because they don't have a presence. And if you take, you know, a nice skincare brand or even somebody that sells like candles or whatever, and you put them in front of a Macy's audience, they could suddenly mm-hmm. blow up. Same thing mm-hmm. with Bolton and Highlight. And I really like these curated experiences. It, it You keep changing it. It encourages discovery. Um, and I think it's good for everybody all the way around not only from a real estate play, but also for the makers on the other end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, WeWork is doing it too, so they're going to have them in WeWork and stuff like that. But my favorite name right now is Hi-Yo. Hi-Yo. <laughs> and we also talk about Kohl's and their Amazon test. They said, actually, sales are up in Kohl's stores with their test program of taking Amazon returns. I think that one was super smart. And Kroger's, which will be doing a story again on Kroger's. Kroger's and Walgreens is doing a grocery test. You'll be able to order your Kroger's groceries and pick them up in Walgreens and some Walgreens will actually have little small Kroger sections which is great because Walgreens are big stores and I think people kind of treat those as like one-stop shops anyway mm-hmm. we'll see how that shakes yeah. out all right so it looks oh. like we're uh, we're running close on time uh before we before we bring that out can I have another beer oh certainly what would you like sir uh that one right there <laughs> this one right here which is 
Lancaster Brewing Company, winning is for the birds, 41-33 lager. I get it because it's the score of the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're not into football. <laughs> pretty cool. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Uh, Brewing can by Lancaster Brewing Company. This is not a paid sponsorship, but it looks like a pretty nice beer. Shining is a supreme example of true American craft lager. 41-33 delivers clean malt flavor, smoothness, and super hot balance for incredibly satisfying and drinkable session brew Philly fans can really win with. Yeah, that's right. Lancaster, you can send your check to hello at Sumo Heavy. We will accept all forms of currency, even Bitcoin. All right. Mm. Here's your beer, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And I think I'm going to have another beverage here. We have the Weinstefaner Hesse Weiss beer, Bavarian style, pr premium. Uh, I like a good German beer to round out after my golden monkey kicks me in my head. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can open this. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. We're going to sit back. We're going to have our first guest, uh, first musical guest. Uh, oh, it's not Lady Gaga. It's New Kids on the Block, Rob. I love these guys. You know, I know the 90s is really back. They're getting ready to set up. And uh, all right, let's – hold on. Uh, what? But I'm getting a message from the control. I'm getting a message from the control. Oh. Oh, we're out of time? Oh. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're at, you know what, folks, we're out of time. I'm sorry, sorry to new kids on the block. Uh, special thanks to, uh, we'll try to have you back in a later episode. Or thanks to Alex Ball, Alex, <laughs> Alex Baldwin, or Alec Baldwin, his brother. Love you, Alec. Liza Minnelli, air kisses, baby. I love you. Keep doing what you do. Fitness guru, Richard Simmons. Love the shorts, Richard. You look amazing. Lindsay Lohan, call me. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, I, how did Mickey Rourke? <laughs> no idea. Charlie Sheen. Uh, oh, you know what? Yeah. I think he gave Mickey a right. Yeah. Magician Doug Henning and all the great musical guests. Bart, you got any closing thoughts? Uh, have a nice Merry Christmas. Have a nice Merry Christmas. Keep fighting that war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> have a nice Merry Christmas. And for the e-commerce minute, we wish you a happy holiday and a great new year. We'll be back with new shows on January 3rd, 2019. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you next year.